Welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm so excited to be here with you again and Thank you so much to everyone who's been sharing the podcast, reviewing it and just rating it on iTunes because it helps me so much with spreading these amazing guests that I have on the podcast. So thank you so much for that. And we are just coming out from a really intense lunar eclipse, full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus that we had on Friday. I think most of us felt it very strongly. For me, I really woke up very early on that day uh, here in Sweden. It was early morning, the full moon. So yeah, it's been very intense and we had a beautiful online ceremony and meditation if you d- wasn't able to join, you can still purchase the recording because this energy that we worked with and the goddesses and the tapping practices, all of this can be practiced throughout the upcoming weeks. And this energy of the eclipse will be with us for at least half a year. So right now is the time to tap into this Taurus energy and to work with what this eclipse has given us so if you are interested you can connect with me or visit my website directly and read a little bit about it and i'm really excited about today's guest joanne she's an art therapist counselor yoga teacher and reiki practitioner and she uses a range of expressive art therapy modalities, including embodied somatic movement, mindfulness, and ACT therapy practices as a tool to empower and offer life-enhancing tools to create self-awareness and growth. And in this episode, she talks about art therapy, what it is, and how it can benefit us. And it art therapy has been defined in many different ways it's uh, based on current and emerging research that art making is a health enhancing practice that positively impacts the quality of life and the british association of art therapists defines art therapy as a form of psychotherapy that uses art media as a its primary mode of expression and communication Others associations define it as an integrative mental health and human services profession that enriches the lives of individuals, families, and communities. And through active art making, creative process, applied psychology theory, and human experience within a psychotherapeutic relationship. It's also founded on the belief that self-expression through artistic creation has 
therapeutic value for those who are seeking deeper understanding of themselves and their personalities. So this episode is packed with all of this. Joanne shares her experience in this field and it's so beautiful and I think that it's a great way of connecting with a deeper place within yourself. So I hope that this episode really uh, helps you find this modality and if you are on the path of healing, trying different modalities to start Working on a higher frequency with yourself and your life can be so beautiful. And I personally love art journaling, something that I've started on in my priestess training right now. I'm really happy that I found it. And lastly, tomorrow I'm starting, finally starting my yin yoga series or of four classes over four weeks. It can, you can join live or get the recording. It's a healing yin yoga course, so it's four classes where we go through the five elements of Chinese medicine, how it's connected to our emotions and our physical body and our energetic body, our organs, how you can work with these elements and the emotions connected to it for healing. And it's, it works on a mental, physical and spiritual level, so it really goes deep. And yin yoga really helps us to slow down, to breathe. We will work with breath work and mantras. And well, it's going to be a beautiful uh, teaching that I will share from ancient yogic techniques to also Chinese medicine, which I, you know, I'm also a licensed acupuncturist and Chinese medicine practitioner. So this, this, these classes really suits everyone, no matter what type of experience you have with yoga from before or where you are in your body. This is an inner inner practice and we will really work gently and, and softly in the classes. So if you can join live on Tuesdays from tomorrow, the 23rd of November, uh, I'm happy to have you there. And Many of you are in a different time zone, so I will actually be sharing the recordings with many of the participants because I'm in Central Europe and and uh, yeah, we're we're all scattered all over the world. So let me know if you're interested. I would be so blessed and honored to have more of you join these classes for deeper healing and self self healing actually it's something that comes from within and i really hope that you enjoyed this week's episode with joanne she shares her work and workshops that she has coming up in stockholm which i will be joining as well so i hope that you find a beautiful essence in this on your spiritual path Hi, Joanne. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, really nice to be here. Thank I'm you. so happy to have you here and to have this talk with you today. And I would like to ask you if you have any daily practice or ritual or routine that you want to share with us that you think is beneficial for you. Yes. You know, I really love this question and I love that you asked everyone that comes on the show because it's in a way it teaches us how can we self-regulate 
and resource and really ground. Um, and I don't actually have like one thing. I have a few different things and it, it really depends on the given day mm. and the space that I get. Because as a mother, sometimes my day starts with mom and I literally run out of bed and I go to them because they might be afraid of the dark. But I've really learned to have this beautiful acceptance of where I am at being a mother and being very sort of self-aware how sensitive we are when we wake up in the morning. And I've got a few things that I always come back to. So I've got my breath. So breath work for me is really important. And sometimes it's just being with the breath, not changing it in any way, but just fully allowing to feel the ebb and the flow of my breath and then slowly exhaling and making it a little bit longer. Um, so I love the breath. And whenever I'm stressed, I, I just come back to it and I I'm even make noise when I exhale, like, uh, I really let it out because we hold so much in our body. So the breath is, is sort of the saving grace in a way. And I'm a very creative person. So, and I move a lot. So for me, I've got like self touch where I might wake up in the morning and just be with the body, the skin, like wake up the body. And I do it also to my kids before they go to bed. There is a lot of self-touch and soothing. And it's, I've done it ever since I was little, as a grown-up, adult. Um, and it's a really nice way of resourcing and just coming back to, like, this body. Um, and then I have movement and music and yoga. So those, those intertwine. I have now found a really great flow state where I just play some music that makes me go in and I can just like release sort of in the morning. I might even be unpacking the dishwasher, right? And I've got this music and I'm taking, I'm finding a flow in my day to day because I sometimes can't have that one hour to have this beautiful ritual which I love like I love these big blocks of spaces where I can go in and I miss that so there was at one point there was this tension being a mom that had children that I had to like not had to but you know when a child wants to you go there for them you give unconditionally there is this constant giving but now I can weave these simple moments put the music on with my children dance around just feel share share what grounds me with them um yeah and drawing just lighting a candle sitting down drawing what i need and i love yoga <laughs> it's like a complete circle around as you know you know you're yeah. a yoga teacher yourself so you feel like you you just come back mind body there's the connection and there is this strength and grounding you walk mm. out and you're alive and uh yeah then you have the simplicity of the shower 
I love showers. Whenever I'm a little bit frazzled, I go straight to the shower and let the water just envelop my skin. I take it all in, oils. I rub it on myself. I smell essential oils. I feel like I have so much. <laughs> but I, I pick and choose what I need at that time. And it could be just lighting a candle sometimes and making the space beautiful, having a nice coffee, enjoying it in silence. So I'm using, I guess, everything that I've been taught. I really, I use it now. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And I like that it's not like a, a strict routine in any way and that it can look different maybe from day to day and weekly because it's uh, it all depends on the time that we have and the energy that we can put into it but just being aware and conscious that small things can also be like a daily practice and, and ritual I think that's beautiful and just yeah taking the shower can be ritualistic and I think that that's something that we do take time for. So it really, I feel like taking a shower is like a reset in so many ways, right? It purifies, it heals. And when then I feel like if I do feel uh, a little bit stressed or the nervous system is like more on edge, that really helps to soothe it. It's like this soothing element yeah. and also we feel our whole body in it right it like like you said it touches our whole body so it somehow activates all the sensors in the body we become much more grounded right so it's so true like if i could wash my hair every day without it like being like this big i think i would dive my whole head in but it's true i mean you've got the smells happening as well and yeah. you've got the, the sensation of the heat and then your your the, the touch and then the drying there is so much in the mm. shower I love showers I could take like several showers a day yeah constantly be under the water I feel the same I really love it and especially now when it's getting colder to have that warm shower is really nice for those that like to have a bath that's also amazing to like calm down your body and mind and everything so I really love that thank you so much for sharing and I'm so happy to have you here we we met through a course that we did together with Beta which was on the podcast uh, last week and uh, now and then we met and had so much synchronicity in so many ways and I, I want you to like maybe start to share who you are with the listeners and what you do so people get to know you before we get into the specific topics. Yes, okay. So you can probably hear I have an Australian accent. So my name is Joanne. I was born and raised in Australia, but at the moment I'm living in Sweden with my, my husband and my two children. And I'm in Sweden because my husband is Swedish. So we have this international relationship where we will eventually go back to Australia for a period of time and experience life there. Um, I am a yoga teacher. I'm an art therapist, a counselor, 
I love to just explore the felt sensations of life moving through us. And for me, I think part of my personal growth and my professional work as a therapist, I, I really see the benefits of finding different creative modalities as a doorway for insight, um, deep connection and healing. So for me, I, I'm a space holder and I really love connecting from one heart to the next to allow this richness and wholeheartedness to come through. Yeah, so that's a little bit about what I do and I'm very passionate about it um, because I have seen firsthand how it has restored and healed parts of me. Uh, my experience of all this started when I was about um, 20. So that's 19 years of going through my own personal growth exploring with different healing tools and which gave me the, the passion to also want to create spaces for people to journey themselves through this to, yeah <laughs> that's beautiful and it's really the work that you do has so many we just talked about it so many different layers and components uh, it's really interesting always to understand since you are working in, in a place where you're guiding and and uh, helping others on their path um, was it anything specific that led you into what you're doing today and um, what yes. type of experiences have you had that felt made you feel that this is an important thing to work with yeah it's so uh, I love this question because I actually can remember exactly where I was how it all happened um the the I have such a vi vivid memory it's a big story but I'm going to keep it short <laughs> maybe you can help me <laughs> um so I was seeing this woman in Australia for a lot of back pain and I was going through a very big emotional um, trauma and she helped really ground me, get back into my body. And I, I think one day she, she just said to me, Joanne, can I gift you this um, uh, treatment of Reiki? And I was like, Reiki, what is this? weird stuff that she's talking about <laughs> and I had the most I would just say mind-blowing heart-wrenching experience where I just completely let go of everything and just came home to to my truth and I realized then and there how much I needed to work on myself first and foremost so I had to like put down this, this shield of being tough. And that's, I had all these masks of protection. Don't, don't go in. I mean, I couldn't even connect with people's eyes because I knew if they saw what I was feeling, I would break down. So I was always quite busy. Um, and then I had a lot of uh, 
yeah, I had a lot of work with her, which then led me to travel overseas and I helped with, um, uh, how do you say, um, aid distribution with the tsunami. So from that, I went overseas. I did a lot of work with tsunami survivors, which then fell into working with children to be seen, to be heard, to protect children. And that is when everything just made sense. I still remember that day writing on the board, every child deserves to be seen, heard, understood, letting the invisible to be seen. And I had a beautiful experience at the aid organization that I worked at. I came back to Australia and I said, I have the heart, I have the passion, I need skills and I jumped into art therapy and everything just flowed from there. I did a few years of art therapy. I, I learned everything. I then dove into working with people with uh, addiction, drug and alcohol. And I was just, everything was just mind blowing and heart wrenching. And then I realized, okay, I need to work with children. I need to work with the younger ones and help them create a stronger sense of self. So my journey was like from working with deep traumas to children, back to the adults. And I finally landed in, in Sweden and had a big pause with my profession. <laughs> yeah, I dove mm -hmm. into being a mother, a creative. <laughs> very present mother and and then the wheel came full circle around and I did a few courses with yoga and then everything yeah has come back together mixing art therapy movement therapy yoga all combining it realizing there's so many ways of connecting to people and letting them feel and release and be free so that's mm. my story. Was that a long story? <laughs> no, not at all. And it was so um, beautiful because you really, like really early on, got the opportunity to yeah, work on your own healing and then working in like from that place with helping others. And, and what an experience to work in a setting that you were in to help children and adults that are I think that's like karma yoga is is really important for all of us to practice like selfless action selfless work and uh, not doing things to gain something ourselves yeah. it, it's a liberation in a way to do that when you do that it's like you dedicate yourself to something higher and, and, and it's not the, your own results that become important. And it takes us in a more expansive state, I think, to do that. So I really love that. And I love how it seems like Reiki is something that comes into our lives like that because it's, I had a similar thing that I didn't know what it was, but I felt, I actually felt drawn to the name so I was like okay this and this was like over seven years ago now and it really changed my whole it felt like someone has 
had like withdrawn the veils from my eyes in yeah. just one session yeah. and opened up like a new dimension because all of a sudden like I felt very connected to angels and it was like an opening in some way so it's really funny that it it really happens like that when it comes to you it's it, you're supposed to have it or learn it or yeah get, just have that healing experience and I feel like it's it's such a beautiful mod healing modality in so many ways um, yeah so that's really interesting and I'm really interested in how uh, what what is maybe some people here have never heard or worked with art therapy what is the what yeah. is the like what's happening there when you're doing that how does it work and how does it look like yeah I know I've, I've dropped it a few times I'm, I was waiting for this question um okay so I guess the simplest way of putting what art therapy is is it's founded on the belief that self-expression through artistic creation has a therapeutic value for those seeking deeper understanding insights about their personality or a situation in their life so in a way it is a communication tool and the world of arts it's not just drawings so art art therapy it's like okay so let's just take the word art the world of arts it can be drawing it can be painting it can be clay work it can be collaging so you have first of all this hands-on creative expression it can be moving through the body so movement therapy like how does the heart feel today what does it need does it need to open up why is it afraid so we can explore through the felt sensations of the body what is going on and release it through movement because we hold so much in the body it can be using music therapy as well using that as the gateway in um, we have meditation visualization breath work all of these are tools to access a way into the person's unconscious realm, into the psyche. So what are we holding underneath the layer of this persona? So now I speak to you, it's Joanne, I'm, there's an interview happening here, but underneath all of that, there's something else happening. How can we go in without the words? And this is what drew me to art therapy. I was in Thailand working with children who couldn't speak English. So my, my way of in was through drawing. Through drawing, we created this relationship of understanding each other. So art therapy gives us this platform of going in without it being intrusive. It's like a doorway in, like another doorway in, without this imposition of, all right, let's talk about your anger. Let's talk about your sadness. You know, that's like, oh, uh, I don't know if I'm ready to, to go to this scary place. But if we create this safe, very safe, that's first and foremost, and supportive environment, and there is this relationship between the clients and the therapist of safety, 
then the client can go in, they can close their eyes, they can access a part of themselves, they can let themselves draw, experiment, self-inquire, yeah, just find a gentle way in. And then after that release of expressing, you, you just sit back and you have this art in front of you and you don't need to know how to draw. It's better if you don't know how to draw actually because it's the shapes and the feelings, the swirls, the colors. And we can talk about that. Like, what is this? Let's talk more about that, okay? And we start to open it up. We dissect the drawing a little. And before you know it, they're talking about themselves through the drawing. So there is this relationship between paper and drawing or body and, and voice. So what are you feeling? I'm feeling this. How does it feel in the body? What sensations? I feel stuck. I can't move. Okay, what happens if we come off that area? Uh, what else do you see? So as a therapist, you want to help them shift perspective, bring in some light, bring in some awareness, some cognitive understanding of what's happening in their body. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I love that it's, it's like what you said, because I love the art journaling. And uh, so I, I'm thinking that everyone is not it takes time let's say if you have had an experience that was tough or it can be it can be very hurtful or take time to speak it right mm. and and maybe it's really hard to express it at all in words or in a conversation and it's so i love that fact that what you said is like not going straight into something and like letting it come out in a different way and then like maybe gradually it's easier to also like on the mental level to speak and release it because it's or like just process it through the art because it's like stimulating so much in our body and our soul to do that uh, no matter what because it's like creating yeah. Isn't it like taking th that energy which we're storing and transforming it to and creating something new from that energy? It feels like that. It's like a transformation, right? Yes, definitely. And I think this is one of, there's a lot of articles and it's starting to be a lot more recognized, art therapy as a science, like, like through psychology, that it's the process of art making is where all the magic happens it's not about the piece itself but there is this transformation that's taking place you can say transformation a transition something is happening in this process which allows us to create new pathways of possibility so we don't have to stay stuck in our story stuck in the mind we're creating new avenues new pathways which allow us to feel there is there is a quick shift there is a movement there's a release of the heaviness um yeah so it is it can be really potent it can be really soft it can be very freeing for people to go to these places and the one thing that is really important is you you really don't need to know how to draw and some people 
drawing might not come at first, so you have to use the conversation. Or maybe you just teach them to be mindful with their breath and finding safety in just being in their body. Because when you're in art therapy, you're not here. This is like, this is the backdrop. So as a therapist, it's your, your, my role, our role is to get you out of your head and into your body. So we have to use these other modalities to get you to that space. Otherwise, you will draw something you think you should draw versus what's really happening. And you can see that. And if that happens, that's, that's fine too. But it's to be aware of it. Mm. Yeah, that's really beautiful. And um, how is, so how, if someone does feel drawn to this, maybe it's something new, how would one start with th this uh, form of healing and therapy? Is it something that you start on your own or is, is this only a guided process or how would you describe yeah. that? You know, I, I'm going to say it's definitely a guided process unless, unless you're unless you have a lot of tools already and resources and you're quite self-aware and maybe that sounds a little bit harsh, but I'm not meaning it in a harsh sense. If you are guided first, you start to learn those, you start to learn how to create space for yourself. So part of the way I work is I want people to feel like that they can do this without me too. So there, there's guideposts. So after a while, it becomes natural. So for, for example, for me now, I can just close my eyes, light a candle, music, touch my body, go in, draw a journal and make sense. Aha, uh -huh. like it's, it just happens like this. And I think it's like training a muscle. So if we started working together, we start to find this ease and flow. And sometimes when the feelings are scary or there's fear, maybe you won't go there. And that's where you need the guide. Or maybe if you feel stuck, I can't, I can't even, how do I even begin? So it needs to be guided to begin with to get everything flowing. And that's the difference between seeing someone long-term and short-term. We have short-term clients and it's beautiful because you see that there is a big shift, a big change, they're empowered, they're ready. It's like you can give them a book and some, some pastels and be like, be on your way, enjoy, like go for it. And then you have people that are peeling off the layers and they need someone to hold the space for them. And I think that's beautiful though, even for me, I'm like, I want someone to hold space for me. We did a training together. I was like, I don't wanna leave this space. This is a beautiful container. Um, it's the same as yoga. I can do it at home, of course I can. But when someone holds the space with this intention and love and acceptance, then you go deeper maybe. Maybe you get something out of it because you're seeing there is this connection, one human heart to another. And I love the heart. I'm like, ah. it's like you can say one soul, you can say one heart 
two bodies, two people, however you want to see it. There is something in having this connection with another person. That's healing in itself, I think. Yeah, definitely. I agree. It's so, uh, I mean, it's so beautiful to have someone hold the space and the in, like intention. It's It's also like proven that the intention or prayer of someone else can heal another person so I mean it's it does increase even if we're working on ourselves and we have it's not it's not exactly the same but and it takes a lot of time and practice to get to a place where we can really fully like in an integrated way do all of the practices by ourselves and if it's something new maybe it's good too so you do hold um you host these workshops what 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 could a typical workshop be if in art therapy what do you what practices would we do in a workshop yes so i do have a workshop coming up and i've got these two different types of workshops so the art therapy workshop it's a deep dive deep dive into your creative expression and so you come in and already as you walk in you you feel there is space for you to just be then you have your your space with the people with all your pastels um different different creative mediums to play with and we first begin by just you know a welcome like who is in this space for these group therapy sessions because that's important to feel safe with everyone else I talk through what we're going to do because I think it's important. Some people need to know. And then we go through a visualization, some breath awareness, a meditation. It, it depends, meditation, visualization. Um, and then that helps you just come home to your body and settle the mind, settle the breath. And then I feel like we've shifted states of consciousness there through through that work and then there's the invitation to draw to draw what came up for you in your visualization or if we go through the body what came up for you so there's guided questions like just closing your eyes placing your hand on your body where you felt it and if that had an expression what would it be and i always have so many guided questions to to help you along but lately i just feel like people know they're in some other space, they open their eyes, they sit and they start to draw. I'm like, wow, perfect. <laughs> and you draw, you express, you let everything out, you use different colors. And there's the constant reminder, like just tune in with your work. What does your work need now? Is there anything you need? Just check in with yourself. And then after that's finished, we do some journaling and usually this is the part where I see a little bit of resistance because no one wants to leave this creative space I think people just want to keep drawing and drawing and it's so beautiful because you can see like this like uncontrollable like it's just happening colors they're in the zone they almost don't want to leave this beautiful space they've created for themselves and the journaling journaling part in art therapy is so important 
and I know we come back to this sort of cognitive awareness, but it's the place where we integrate. And sometimes I have to respect that people don't want to go there and that's okay. But it's a place where we make meaning. So I have some really important guideposts there where I, I might ask you, give your drawing a name. Even if you don't want to write right now and you don't want to go to journaling, what would your art be called if you could call it anything at all? One word, a sentence, a phrase, what would you call it? And that's where this sort of free flow of creative writing happens. And I say to them, just put pen to paper, even write. This is horrible. I don't want to write right now. Why is she making me write? If that comes up for you, write that. But eventually something comes and it could be a message. It could be what is the power of your drawing? If it had a strength, what strength would it be? And you're having a conversation with the unconscious in a way. That's what's happening there. And I think these are where all the like golden nuggets come. It's like that lived and breathed in me. And now I see the words, I see the drawing, I'm understanding myself better. And at the moment we're doing these workshops at a yoga studio. So the one beautiful benefit of this is after all of that, I just ask everyone if they would like to just resource themselves, lie down, bolsters, blankets, safety, a bit of self-touch. And if they want, I invite them for some Reiki and only with permission if they if they want that or just hands on the feet, whether you want to call it Reiki, self-touch, energy, whatever you want to call it. And there is this quiet of just breathing, coming back, it's Shavasana, basically. And then we come back up and we share as a group, if you want. There is this sharing and you connect to all these other people. They say something and you're like, that's how I feel. Or, oh, I understand that. And there's something in this sharing that is magical that you don't get from a one-on-one. -on -one. You realize that you are very much like them and they are very much like you and we're all just feeling and being and going through our own journey but at the end of the day we'll feel yeah. wow that's that's amazing and i will be joining you on the 10th of december and um yeah, I mean, you can share what, what that is all about, what we're going to be doing and, and how people can yeah, check it out as well if they're interested and they are in Sweden. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm. so it's, um, I, I feel like I basically explained what we do in that workshop, but um, the next workshop that we're doing, it's, it's December and I feel like we're coming to this place of deep reflection and a place where we're really going inward. It's getting darker in Sweden. And this is a place where we can come together and just allow ourselves to be. So for me, there's never any expectation, but just this allowance of come as you are. Come as you are and see what transpires, see what evolves, what unravels, what needs to be seen, heard. And I'm there to hold the space for that. And we will go through breath work, uh, 
a really beautiful visualization to tap into your strengths. And sometimes the visualization could be something different for you. So I always leave room for people to choose to go where they need to also, because that's important. And then we're going to draw and rest and make meaning through journaling. And the journaling and the drawing is a very fluid process. Uh, last workshop, we just intertwined it, drawing, writing, drawing, writing, and it felt really like raw. So when things pop up in the head, just write it down. Don't, don't think about it. Yeah. Um, and then we'll have some tea together and we'll share and we'll respect those that just want to be quiet in the process. And yeah, just mm. hopefully take a golden treasure away from that, that mm. session. So that's, yeah, 10th of December, two hours. It's a group session and it's held at Holistic House in, in Sumbabadi. So mm. this is my little platform I've been doing a lot of my workshops in is this great yoga studio has opened up to that creative offering. Yeah, that's lovely. And um, if people do want to uh, connect with you, can you share your Instagram and, and how people can find you as well? Yes, yes I think my I'm going through a name change at the moment, but um, <laughs> maybe you'll write this at the end. It's uh, at Art Therapy Yogi with Joanne. And Instagram at the moment is my platform as my website's under construction. Mm. But I have a like a mini, it's like, it's called Milkshake, uh, a mini website through my Instagram account. And there you, you'll get a sense, you'll get a feeling of the way I work and my offerings. So I have mm. the art therapy group and I have another one that I really love. It's called the Art of Creative Expression. Mm. And um, yeah, I had a competition last month and you were one of the winners, <laughs> actually. Mm. Uh, you're coming to this one. And if you're interested in movement therapy and you really want to explore how you can unite art therapy, movement therapy, embodied yoga, uh, there will be a lot more offerings in January, February next year and onwards. I'm hoping to do this monthly so we can keep up with a nice flow. Mm, that's so beautiful. And I will link to your uh, to these your your current little website thing and to Instagram so people can find you. And I'm looking really much forward to the workshop with you. So I want to really thank you so much for being here and sharing this beautiful modality and your energy with all of us. I'm very grateful and I hope to, yeah, we will connect very soon again. So thank you so much. For making time and I really look forward to meeting you in person outside of the cyber realm. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here this week. I hope you got some inspiration and just, yeah, maybe you have an interest for art therapy and just this flow and an expression of the modalities that Joanne spoke about. They're so beautiful. So you can check out the links to her in the show notes. And 
on the 10th if you are in Stockholm I highly recommend to join the workshop which I will also attend and if you're curious about my yin yoga classes starting tomorrow for four weeks either live or recorded let me know you will learn about the Chinese medicine elements and how the body is all connected all the different parts and I'm so looking forward to sharing these classes with all of you so let's close with a deep inhalation in through the nose and exhale out through the mouth and thank you so much for being here <sighs>